Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Tips. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football, joined by Andrew Pollard from What Culture Football to give you all the advice you need ahead of game week two on fantasy football. Before we get into it, though, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily football podcasts when you're out and about. As I said, they're joined by Andrew Pollard. And Andrew, how was game week one for you on fantasy football? Well, I'm already looking at that wild card. It's kind of gleaming at me saying, come on, click me, click me. You know you want to. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I- I'm glad that we don't take this too seriously, even though I kind of do. But yeah. when I'm not doing well, no, I'm not bothered about fantasy football. Yeah, I had a, I had a dreadful opening weekend. Um, my, my hot tip last weekend was go with Eddie Nketiah who came on in the 88th minute for Arsenal. Um, my uh, my opening weekend, so I only had 10 players that actually played, oh. which is always great. Um, yeah, Aubameyang is my captain, obviously did well for me. Louis, uh, Connor Cody um, at the back uh, got me eight points from Wolves. And other than that, there was like, there was there was nothing at all, mate. It was horrendous. Saka didn't play. He would have been my 11th player. Um, Rodrigo got, got I think one point maybe no he got a booking so yeah he got one point um, the the only slight kind of silver line I've got is I was in I flitted between Harry Kane and Aubameyang as captain and I was going with Harry Kane and the morning of or the Saturday morning of the, the first game I, I changed it back to Aubameyang and praise the lord I did that because otherwise it would have been really embarrassing because Harry Kane got a whopping deux poids Oof. how about you Mr. Wilborn I, I believe you fared a little bit better uh, so how many points did you get in total uh, undisclosed. Um, no, <laughs> I got a 33, which is, yeah, this is where maybe when it comes to the tips, block out what I'm saying and listen more to Wilborn on this. <laughs> no, don't. It's just everyone gets lucky. I got <laughs> very, very lucky first week. 72 points, um, courtesy mainly of Aubameyang's captain, just as you and many, many other people did. Mo Salah scoring a whopping 20 points. Uh, Jamie Vardy, 13 points. And a very late signing of James Justin, because I was scrabbling around for defenders. I'm not sure who to pick. I nearly threw my phone against the wall when literally the first game rolled around and mate of mine went, oh, see, Mitrovic isn't starting. I was like, God damn it. But um, yeah, salvaged it. Uh, James Rodriguez, my sort of wild card pick, didn't score that many, three points, but uh, by all accounts had a, a great game against Spurs and Hopefully, as we head into game week two, we'll, we'll do more stuff. Um, oh, I should give a massive shout out, by the way, to Goodwin versus everybody. James Goodwin, I do believe. Is that right? 
Um, I, I did have it in front of me. I know it's Goodwin versus yeah, everybody. Jack Goodwin. I do apologise, Jack. Jack points, was it? is the manager of Goodwin versus everybody, who is top of the What Culture Fans League. You can still join. Still time to catch up. Uh, maybe not Jack, uh, because he's got a whopping 101 points. Uh, Captain Salah was a, was a very, very good weekend. Patrick Bamford sitting on the bench and seven points as well. Uh, 101 points, though, to Jack Goodwin, top of the What Culture Fans League, which you can still join. As I said, there should be a link to the uh, code that you'll need in the comments section, or sorry, not in the comments section, in the video description below. But we head into game week two. It's all to play for. Um, and Andrew, <laughs> I suppose the interesting thing here is, of course, the return of Manchester United and Manchester City. And yeah. Just- and Burnley, I suppose. Yes, I know. This, this is the redemption week, Wilborn. This is it. This is where it's all going to get good again. Um, it is. It's hard to look at these fixtures and not look at those two big Manchester clubs. Um, as somebody, I already have Raheem Sterling sat on my bench. I, I brought him in straight away. So he's ready to come in, which is, I'm looking forward to that because he's an upgrade on what played last week. Well, or who didn't play with my 10 men that played. God damn it. Um, but yeah, there, there's... There's just so many options for those Manchester clubs. Where to, what, who to look at? You've got Raheem Sterling, you've got Kevin De Bruyne, you, you've got Bruno Fernandes, Marcus Rashford as a midfielder, Anthony Martial as a striker. Um, there's there's a lot going forward for, with both of those those teams. Bernardo Silva, I think, is an absolute bargain at seven and a half million, but he is doubtful for the weekend. So maybe stay away from him for this week. I feel like I'm doing the weather forecast there. Yeah. Um, Bernardo Silva sweeping in from the right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, it's that kind of risk and reward with these teams where there's a lot of players that could score a lot of points, but they're going to cost you a lot of money. Uh, Sterling and De Bruyne, both 11.5 million, which is premium players, but they're, they're the sort of players you know they're going to deliver. They're, I'd say three games out of four, they're going to get some points, um, which is I, I have Sterling. I may try and concoct a, a clever scheme to try and bring in De Bruyne, um, but Bruno Fernandes, if I pivotal this is the thing i had it all figured out i thought right we'll have some sort of wild as i sort of correctly predicted uh leeds versus liverpool game and then i put mo salah and i thought you know what we'll have mo salah he'll score a decent you know five to ten points or whatever maybe he'll get a goal or an assist or whatever then i'll take him out bring bruno fernandez in i'd go for more man united players over man city players despite the fact we're obviously tipping Man City for the title because next couple of games for Man City, potential banana skins, definitely uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers and Leicester City to come for them in their first two games, whereas Man United slightly easier, uh, home to Crystal Palace and then away to Brighton and Hove Albion next weekend. I don't know what to do now. I look at that side and go, can you justify taking out Mo Salah who scored 20 points and he's going to his old stomping ground of Chelsea this weekend? But then again, Bruno Fernandes against Crystal Palace, who yes, won, but it's still Crystal Palace and Man United at home. Uh, I've no idea what to do. Oh, well, with Bruno Fernandes, he uh, he played, I think it was 14 Premier League games Manchester United last season from midfield, getting eight goals, seven assists, involved in anything positive they do always likely for a bonus point, is kind of on penalties because United have that weird thing of it tends to be Martial, Rashford and Fernandez uh, rotating between penalty takers. So he may take a penalty if they get mm-hmm. one. And United, I mean, they do get their fair share of penalties. So, I mean, to me, Bruno Fernandes jumps out as he has to be in your team this week. Ten and a half million. But then there is the other part of it where Marcus Rashford's a million pound cheaper. He's 9.5 million and is classed as a midfielder. It's that kind of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang thing of like, 
why is he a, a midfielder? I, I, <laughs> I get that they're, they're wide forwards, but to me, they're still part of the forward line. Uh, that Manchester United forward line that outscored Liverpool, the, the three forwards of, of Mason Greenwood, um, Anthony Marshall and Marcus Rashford last season. So there's you'd fancy them against Palace at home, but then Palace... A lot of people fancy Southampton to beat Palace uh, last weekend, and and Palace played really well. But mm. Manchester United um, at Old Trafford, an empty Old Trafford, of course. Um, yeah, I, I think to me, uh, Bruno Fernandez is the one that really jumps out. But if you've if you've got the money, because again, like I said, they're premium signings. These players that they're going to cost you a whack. And would you take out Mo Salah for that? Me, yes, because I have this this weird rule where I don't have any Liverpool players in my squad. Um, so I know which. In the last two years, has really come back to bite me in the arse massively. Um, but I, you look at it, and Mo Salah, you always fancy that when you look at that Chelsea and Liverpool. We'll get to the juicy games coming up, um, but I think there's going to be goals in that. So Salah's, Salah's always whoever Liverpool are playing, you always fancy Mo Salah mm. or Sadio Mane to score. So it's yeah, very much I think down to personal preference on that one. Um, just trying to look at it objectively, I'd, I'd say Fernandez has more of a chance of, of more points. Mm. But who knows? Because most Al could go and rattle another hat trick, and it's 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 great. It's fancy football. I love it. I I really kicking myself. I was torn between Alexander Arnold and Virgil Van Dijk, and I thought yeah, Leeds might nick a goal, and chances are. Bonus points wise, it's going to be Alexander Arnold who gets it over Virgil van Dijk. Well, how wrong I was! Uh, Alexander Arnold only scoring one point. Uh, the only other, the other defender I had uh, alongside him, James Justin Walker Peters. God, I can't tell me. I can't tell you the relief I had when my mate's <laughs> text came through, uh, revealing that Walker Peters' red card had been rescinded uh, in that game. But um, so hold on, you, so you could have had Walker Peters. Walker Peters, who could have been sent off, and you could have had a Trent Alexander Arnold, who had a, an own goal oh, gee, ruled yeah. out. <laughs> Brilliant! That could have been. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> mad, mad game. Obviously, that that Leeds uh, Liverpool game. Yeah. yeah so, uh, how do you feel about uh, Liverpool and Chelsea players going into um, that that game? Because it's, it's going to be a fascinating game. I got Timo Werner up front, who didn't really quite give me the returns I was expecting in the first week, and he's got. Uh, a little yellow marker on him, potential dead leg. Is that concerning for you? Um, as he's not in my team, not in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, um, I, I think with Chelsea and Liverpool, uh, you'd like to think it's going to be a high-scoring game um, because what we've seemed to have learned since uh, well, since the restart uh, towards the end of last season is that a lot of these games tend to have goals in. There's very few games uh, that are nil-nil and, and a lot of the, the more technically sound players seem to shine through I don't know if that's to do with the lack of crowds behind players or heckling players or cheering players on but it's more about the, the technical players and, and a lot of those more technical players are the more uh, advanced players and so I'd fancy if I was was picking a team I, I think I'd be very comfortable having Chelsea and Liverpool midfielders and attackers in my side but not necessarily at the back particularly Chelsea I think if I've got Chelsea defenders I'm probably pulling them out. I mean, Reese James, uh, I thought, his second half, the, the, the first weekend, well, the first Monday night game, I thought he was great. Um, got a screamer of a goal yeah. and got an assist because he's on corners at the moment. So, Reese James may be keeping, but the rest of the Chelsea defenders or, or Kepper, if anyone has him, I'd be getting rid of all of those. Um, like I said, apart from Reese James. For Liverpool, 
It's um, I don't know. You always I think to me I fancy Chelsea to score past Liverpool, mm-hmm. but I, I you always fancy the Liverpool fullbacks to get some points. Just the the way they play in terms of attacking and bombing on, and also the fact that Trent takes free kicks and corners. So maybe keep your Liverpool fullbacks. Um, maybe get rid of Joe Gomez if you got him. But <laughs> Virgil Van Dijk gets a tricky one because he's such a threat all yeah. the time on set pieces. So yeah. I, I, I think my advice with that game is if you've got Chelsea defenders that aren't Reese James, yank them out. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Who else are you already regretting bringing in and, and, and potentially immediately taking out of your side? Oh, God. Um, as some of you who only had 10 players in the starting week, <laughs> I'm regretting bringing in Saka um, at Arsenal. I'm regretting bringing in Eddie Nketiah, which was my big tip last weekend. But I think those players will come good and I think they will get game time and they're very cheap. So I'll happily keep them for now as as options on the bench. Um, I don't know, really. I, I think I'm. that's the weird thing. I'm kind of I'm happy with my team, but I'm really disappointed at the same time. Like I'm not <laughs> angry. I'm just disappointed. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all disappointed people, and it's the worst thing in the world. I think the big disappointment for me from last weekend was Harry Kane, mm. just because that was my one striker that I had money on or money in. Um, he sounds like a racehorse. Like I, I've, <laughs> I've developed him, but I, I had Rodrigo from Leeds and uh, Eddie Nketiah as my, my cheap striker options, and Harry Kane was the one I kind of went all out as my my kind of focal point up front and it wasn't so much he didn't score um against Everton just he looked he looked awful he mm. looked um he looked really tired he wasn't on it he wasn't sharp he, his movement wasn't there 
he well Jose talked after the game about how his his attacking lineup looked lazy. And I mean, if, if Jose Reno's saying that, I can get away with saying it myself. And so yeah, I'm regretting spending so much money on Harry Kane. I think it's. 12 million possibly that, that is involved in him. Um, I, I'm just trying to like look here. But yeah, that was my my kind of big regret there that I went, oh, oh actually, no, 10 and a half million, which is still a lot of money. Um, and you think if Spurs have got Southampton away, and to me, I'm, I'm thinking if I'm going to make one change this week, I think Harry Kane might have to go. But I, I don't know because it's it's Spurs, it's Jose, it's Harry Kane. There's so many variables. But Harry Kane, yeah, it's not August, but he doesn't start seasons well. That Spurs side is so hit and miss. When when they click, they can you could easily imagine them going to Southampton and getting turned over 2-0, or you could imagine them going there and winning 5-0. It's, and I don't want to kind of pull the plug so early on and going, right, Harry, you're out the team, you're done. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm looking at it and thinking, like, yeah, maybe, maybe I take him out there because mm. it's a lot of money to to invest in in a striker, and and because I I think there's there's a really good one of my tips of the week. There's a really good cheaper striker who I feel will get some goals this weekend. Uh, before we get to that, I have mm. to say I'm I'm umming arming about Timo Werner. I, I sense that if you've got him in your side, probably keep him yes. because I'll probably take him out, and that means he's definitely going to score on Sunday. Uh, a lot of people jumping to get Jeff Hendrick uh, in their side, of course, after his performance uh, over the weekend for Newcastle. Mitrovic is such a difficult one for me because he was a good, cheap player who you know has got a bit of pedigree in the Premier League and can score some points. And they're playing Leeds, and that game just fascinates me this weekend. See, I've kind of gone the other way, where this is where I'm really going to keep Rodrigo for Leeds mm. because they're playing Fulham this weekend. Um, so that was that was my looking at it, thinking I fancy Leeds to beat Fulham. Mm. And if I mean Patrick Bamford, he got his opening uh, opening weekend goal against uh, against Liverpool. Robin Virgil van Dijk the ball, well not Robin, but reading mm-hmm. uh, yeah. his back pass and really smart goal there but um, yeah I, I think for me Rodrigo in that game he he looked okay um, in his in his first match but it's it was against Liverpool the reigning champions and he he did give away a penalty which it's never great when you're a striker <laughs> but uh, yeah to me I really fancy Rodrigo in this game um, and I, even that, I think looking at the, the back, I know I recommended him last time out, but I'm just saying this because he's still on my side. But Olyovsky, who is, is playing at left back for Leeds, but is a very attacking left back, was mm-hmm. originally playing as a left winger for them up until last season. And he's only four and a half million. So I just think if you're looking for somebody cheap to flash out your squad this weekend, if you're making those sort of transfers where you need to, if you're making a double transfer where you need to free up some money to bring in a bigger name in midfield or up front, then and, and take somebody out of your defence, then Olyovsky at four and a half million could represent good money because to me, I fancy Leeds to get a clean sheet in this. Um, and, and he's always good to be involved in some attacking play as well. Mm, uh, I think if you haven't got Arsenal players in your side, get them in. Uh, for Saturday night, even when uh, they face West Ham United. And I'm going to reiterate my wild card pick, James Rodriguez. I think he's going to have a field day on Saturday lunchtime against West Bromwich Albany, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, really, really exciting to see what happens in that game. And like I said, with the Man City one, it's a kind of toss-up. Like, it's yeah. Man City still, but they're away at Wolves, and we all know what Wolves did to them uh, last weekend. Uh, anyone else that you think people should be considering for this game week? Uh, yes, there is. I, I talked about maybe a, a cheaper option than Harry Kane, and I, I fancy uh, fancy Callum Wilson for Newcastle. Uh, Harry Kane, ten and a half million. Callum Wilson, six point five million. And the playing playing Brighton um, at home, 
And I mean, it's home and away doesn't really mean that much right now, to be honest. No. But I, I just think Callum Wilson, the fact that he started with a goal on his debut, you you always fancy him to get a goal. Even last season when Bournemouth weren't playing well and obviously ultimately got relegated, you, when he was fit, you'd fancy him to get a goal. And I just, I really enjoyed watching Newcastle play last week. And I think that, I mean, as a neutral, that seems like it's been a while since I could say that. I'm thinking going back to Johan Goodbye days. What, what a player he was for him. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, it, it was fun to watch Newcastle, especially just because of, of the, the attacking force. Mm. Andy Carroll, Callum Wilson looked great together. Uh, Alan St. Maximum, which is another person, I think, if you're looking for cheap midfield options, Alan St. Maximum at 5.5 million, you, you'd fancy him to do something against Brian. Mm. Whether it's, it's always a thing with him. Is he going to get a goal? Is he going to get an assist? Or is he going to be that player that goes past three players, passes it to somebody, and then the other person? Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. the assist to the assist, but he's been the key part of it. But I think those uh, those two grab my eye for Newcastle. I think, yeah, I, I'm me personally, I'm going to be bringing in Callum Wilson. Uh, I just think six and a half million. Let's see how they're going. They've got Brighton at home. Um, and Emmy Martinez, now he's moved to Villa and he's officially available to to sign up there as, as a Villa player for 4.5 million. I think whether it's as a stop, well, because I like to have two goalkeepers at play and then rotate them as and when the fixtures dictate it. And I think for him to now go to Villa, to only be 4.5 million, you mm. know he's going to be starting games. Tom Heaton's still injured. They've got Sheffield United this weekend, which I'd favour Sheffield United in that, but yeah. it, you, you, Villa could get something out of it. I just think as something to have in your squad, he's a great guy. And I think a player you mentioned before, which I didn't realise he was only 4.5 million, but James Justin at Leicester. Um, obviously, he got a clean sheet and an assist last weekend against, last, uh, against West Brom, which was uh, 14 points, maybe, I think, that that clocked up at. And he's only 4.5 million. Leicester have got Burnley this weekend. And you're thinking, I don't know, it, depending on how the game goes, either way, I don't really see Burnley scoring a lot in this. No. And it's a case of you'd fancy either a Leicester win or a Leicester draw, and you'd probably fancy Leicester to get a clean sheet. So I think at yeah. 4.5 million, now that we've seen James Justin is going to play, that could be um, a really good shout. And and also maybe Rob Holding, Arsenal against West Ham. He's uh, Because Arsenal have got no centre-halves, really. They've got Socrates, uh, David Luiz, uh, Shkodrin Mustafi and, and Pablo Mari all unavailable at the, at the moment. So you think there was talk of Rob Holding moving maybe to Newcastle before the season kicked off. Um, he may still leave, but at the moment, he's one of only two uh, fit centre-halves they've got. They're playing West Ham. He's only 4.5 million You'd really fancy an Arsenal clean sheet here. And so he, if you're looking for cheap defenders, again, I think Rob Holding could be something worth throwing in for now. Yeah, I might I might replace Werner with Martial. I'm just thinking whilst you were talking there. James Justin, yeah, a big pick. And I have to say, get Vardy in your side now. Uh, obviously, scored big points last weekend. I reckon he's going to do well this weekend. Game week three, yes, they're playing Manchester City. But then after that, uh, they got some decent fixtures. Uh, or certainly, what are they playing game week four? Let me double check. Game week four... Game week five, Leicester have got Villa. Game week four, they've got West Ham. So, yeah, get Jamie Vardy in your side. That could be now. a shallow born, yeah. Um, as we wrap things up here, who gets the captain's armband for you this weekend? Um, see, the, 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 I wrote three names down here. Um, one, Callum Wilson, Newcastle playing Brighton. Six and a half million. Um, and I fancy Newcastle... It's a Newcastle side where I feel like they're going to get goals. They might concede a few, but I feel mm. like they're going to get goals. Um, also, Bruno Fernandes, uh, they're playing Crystal Palace. You fancy, like I said, his stats, I think it was eight goals and seven assists in his 14 games to date in the league for United. So he's he's always going to be involved in whatever they do well. Um, and the other one is an obvious one, 
And to me, I kind of overlook it almost because he's already on my side, like a lot of players, uh, like a lot of uh, fancy players. But uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, West Ham, it's... Well, what if if I didn't have Aubameyang, would I be going out and messing my team around to try and afford him? Probably not. But mm. if he's in your side, I would. Yeah, I think he's probably the the, the more like no brainer captain. The playing West Ham, it's a poor West Ham side. But there, there is quality in that West Ham team, but it's it's a West Ham side that you kind of feel are in turmoil. Oh, it's a West Ham yeah. club that you feel are in turmoil right now, and you, you could see them going on a really rough run. Yeah. Um, they looked awful against Newcastle. Uh, and you're thinking, yeah, Aubameyang could have a field day. So, yeah, I'd probably go with him again. I'm going to fight the urge to to put the armband on a, a United player and uh, just to keep things settled in my dressing room. I want to keep it on Aubameyang. Uh, he didn't quite score the points I was hoping for last weekend, but I reckon got a real shot against West Ham. Uh, one final thing I want to ask you about, of course, the ongoing discussions about Gareth Bale, uh, depending on when this video goes out or podcast comes out. Um he may already be a Spurs player. How soon do you mm-hmm. transfer him in? Ooh, that, you want to get there before little... everyone piles in and his price shoots up, presumably. But also, yeah. Wales golf and then, you know, Premier League football. Yeah, I, I think I think if and when this deal happens, which by all accounts, every reliable source on the planet is saying, look, it's basically done. It's just a case of doing the paperwork. So it, it looks like 95% chance that Gareth Bale is once again going to be a Spurs player. To me, I think he will thrive at Tottenham again. I, I think we, we talked about it in, in the week earlier in the news and in other videos we've done, where to me, I, I think that he's that player where right now he, he just... If if you show him the love and the respect that he deserves, the mm-hmm. trophies he's won, the performances he's put in, if you show him that love and respect, he will perform as shown by his performances for Wales still while he sat in his arse at Real Madrid making goggles out of uh, programmes or newspapers, whatever it was. Um, yeah, I think uh, to me, he's as soon as he's available, he's going in my squad. Maybe it is a tricky one because you might want to give it a week or two because he's mm. probably not going to come in and play straight away. It's going to maybe be a week or two to get some fitness. And also it's going to be the price. That's what I'm intrigued to see because we're looking at, you've got premium midfielders like Aubameyang at 12 million, De Bruyne, um, Sterling, 11.5 million apiece, Bruno Fernandes, 10.5. What is, what represents value for Gareth Bale? So I, if he's 10 million, I think I'm I may be breaking the bank to put him in. I, mm-hmm. I, I think because I do have him in my side, if, if I can even find it here. Uh, but yeah, I've got Son who's nine million. And if he's a if he's that price, if he's nine million, I'm putting Gareth Bale in because yeah. whether it's he it might not be in the short term, he might not get those those points that you're hoping for because it's gonna take a, a week or two, like I said, maybe maybe a month for him to get fully into the starting lineup, I think, there at Spurs to get up to speed. But I think long term, I think he's he guarantees points, he guarantees performances, he guarantees goals, he guarantees assists, he guarantees bonus points. Uh yeah. If this Gareth Bale transfer gets done, I bring him in straight away. But be prepared maybe to have him on your bench for a few weeks. And the good news is whatever you pay for him in fantasy football, uh money wise, Real Madrid will pay half. So it's all good. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Decide for Sunday afternoon. Who knows? Uh, but let us know your thoughts on fantasy football game week to your tips and your uh, hits and misses for the first game week in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Football on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily football podcasts when you're out and about. Continue the conversation on Twitter at What Culture FC, where you can also follow both of us. Andrew, where can people get you? Yeah, you can get me at Cultured Left Peg. 
And you can find me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture FC. And as I said, make sure if you haven't done so already to join the What Culture Fans League. The link to it should be somewhere uh, in the description to this video, or you can find it on our previous fantasy football video from last week. But for now, this has been Fantasy Football Tips for Game Week 2. My thanks to Andrew Pollard. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 